0: Hello, welcome to Ruthie, Uni, Dad and Me. Strange days, Ruth, strange days. End
1: of time days.
0: Very much so. We're sort of self-isolated together. You, me and your mother in a very combustible package.
1: I don't know how. uh,
0: How is it? If it's months.
1: so, if you've read the Imperial oh, tell me College, about it.
0: I didn't, um, didn't want to read it, but
1: go and tell me. It's twenty pages long, so it is a bit of a read, but it's very easy to understand. And if you read the summary, the opening summary and the like, ending thoughts, you can this pretty much the get. This is Imperial
0: College London.
1: Imperial College London report, and they're the what? It's what's inf- informed the new harsher measures we've taken that Boris Johnson announced on Monday, and the ones that um, Trump announced in the US. Um, and so, if you read it, they say that what might have to happen is because they so they did a lot of they t- took a lot of the data that was from China and put into different simulations so if it was like mitigation or suppression which are the different like one is obviously more extreme the other is like more just the social distancing that people can practice and what would happen and they basically said even with suppression even with suppression or like the complete isolation and stuff there's still not enough ventilators for all the people we're not going to be able to stay below that curve but it's the closest we can get um, but what will happen is after about two months of that we'll start to see effects and it'll be like things will be okay then there'll be a month where you can go back to kind of doing your normal job going about your normal business as we all would have bars and restaurants can reopen then after that month it'll re-emerge and it'll be another two months in isolation and it'll be like like that, two months in isolation one month off, two months in isolation one month off, um, until they can find a vaccine, because that's basically the only way that it can we can really deal with it, unless you were just to leave everyone to die, which obviously people don't want to let happen because um, it'll be 18 months because they'll develop a vaccine and then it'll need a lot of testing and then for actually to be produced in order to be able to inoculate everyone yeah it'll be about 18 months so this could protect they say it's much more dire than anyone's expecting like don't expect this to be over this isolation to be over in a month or two it's potentially 18 months well
0: i instead of reading that report was watching good morning britain on uh, itv and what i noticed particularly was the amazing incongruity of the adverts unbelievable they're advertising for instance uh, stanner stairlifts. lifts so you've got uh, the granddad reading a story in bed to the grandson leaning over him kiss and all that and then uh, it's, it's a little girl I think and then she wants Teddy so he goes down to get Teddy you see and you don't know that he needs a stairlift until you see him go down to get Teddy and then he brings Teddy up in the stairlift and all that and more sort of kissing and, and I thought Really? Is anybody thinking about Stanislaus Stairlifts? Is anybody thinking about getting cheap flowers from Asda? Anybody's in Asda at the moment, they're looking for toilet rolls, but they, they're advertising the fact. Uh, I mean, I assume it's a contractual obligation, but all the outside. Like, Verrucas, they're advertising, you know. Bazooki It's not Bazooka Varuka, it's another Verruca firm. We don't want to give somebody else free advertising. <laughs> but they're advertising uh, Verruca cures. They're advertising, they use that great old song, Saplain pour moi, by uh, Plastic Bertrand. And they're advertising Rice Krispies and cornflakes. And she's sort of leaning up and, and listening to the Rice Krispies. And I thought it all seems so irrelevant, as mm. everything does. I looked through the the papers the other day. So there's the first 12 pages are about coronavirus. And then you look at the rest of the news. And you
1: think... No, nah, there's no point in me reading this.
0: Well, exactly. I think. <laughs> yeah, um, Is there one piece of news there I could give a flip about? I mean, to be honest, just none of it. They're not filling in the government, isn't filling in the potholes at the rate that's expected. So, Cycling UK have complained about the rate at which potholes are not being filled anything. Who gives one? I mean, seriously. I guess, like,
1: you do have to kind of d- decide that you're going to care about some other stuff because.
0: Yeah, it's difficult, though, <laughs> isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. I find it absolutely all-consuming, all the time. You know, even when I'm, like, watching TV or something, I'm scrolling through stuff about coronavirus all the time, but how do you not? Do you think there's a
0: sense in which uh, young people like yourself, and I'm not including you in this, but I'm talking about the mass of young people, see this in any way as... um a punishment for the older generation. Just maybe subconsciously, the no, fact that I don't, don't think, so. Don't I think, think so.
1: I think that's almost actually. Unreasonable to even suggest. Um,
0: I did see one on. Um, well, you say that, but I did see something on Twitter that said it was. And I realised Twitter's not. Um, and uh, also,
1: I think I you I can thought. make a joke being like, "Oh, serves the boomers right, not for changing well, the climate, however." Yes. As a jerk, as an ironic, as sa- a piece of you know, sarcasm
0: I didn't hadn't mentioned that joke, but you. you well, know, I've seen the, the joke. The yeah, and the other one is that it's a payback for Brexit.
1: Yeah, I've seen the joke, but come on like no one actually believes that or if you do you just in mm. and I do not want the, all of the younger generation to be tarnished with that brush
0: no, I'm not tarnishing anybody, I'm just asking if you think there's, no. you know, even subconsciously I that, think there's no subconscious that, truth in that Because it, it does, i tell you what it seems to me, is that I've re- read the letters page in the Times which is largely you're looking at, people you know, it's, it's old school the letters page in the Times, and it's largely people round about 70 who are writing letters to the Times saying, look, I'm as fit as a flea and I'm blah 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 You know, you know the argument, mm. and that uh, coronavirus doesn't know that you're 17 you're not 67 for instance therefore it seems you know these are people of my age who are complaining that yeah. uh, young people are very very keen on the draconian measures that older people are put under you know yeah, i think not- we're keen
1: on it because we don't want older people to die surely that's exact the exact opposite
0: no i think it's more because you don't want older people because we're supposed to be the at-risk group you don't want older people to infect you which i mean is
1: no, that doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't you, we don't care about being infected. The likelihood is that we'll be fine. That doesn't make any sense. We're keen on draconian measures because if not the NHS will be massively overwhelmed because we're not we're not the people who are going to be taking up beds. It is and I don't know there's not it's not like a once you get to 70 that's when you'll need a ventilator, but you have to make the cut-off point at uh, some age. If you, people said 75, there'd be 74-year-olds and 76-year-olds saying, what were they saying? But you've got to make the age cut-off at some point. I think the idea that... I think what the, when, that is a massively dangerous thing to be thinking in the, in this, like, worrying, scared time, is to further separate and isolate yourselves by generation. <laughs>
0: So, during the current crisis, we're going to be all confined, three of us. I know you're giving French
1: lessons. Well, I'm trying to give French lessons. No one wants one. So, I've said free French lessons, and no one wants one. Did you put free? I don't think you put free. No, either. but I put free in the, the underneath bit of the thread.
0: Let's hope that as a result of this podcast. How are you going to do this, these
1: free French lessons? I don't lessons? know. I've said I don't know. Be online, though. Obviously. Yeah, there's it's a thing called online. Zoom, which I've heard a lot of people talking about, which is what they think that a lot of the university le- seminars and stuff is going to we run on so maybe that
0: so tell me what's been going on you're back from university we're now all cloistered together god knows how that's going to turn out but um dreading it so what's going to happen
1: well i'm done for the year basically until hopefully september when we get to go back but even that i think is a bit up in the air um but they've yeah they've told us that we're not they they might be moving to online classes and stuff but I don't really know how that would work anyway considering I have like lots of seminars not lectures and then they've said that the first year examinations are cancelled so I don't have to do exams which I guess is a silver lining but I think I would I would prefer to do the exams and go back really and so I've got a lot of free time on my hands
0: you certainly have so what are you going to do with your free time
1: well, I've said that I'll give away... I've said that I'll do French lessons with people. I did a tweet that said, I'll teach you French if you want, um, for free. And no-one wants a French lesson from me, does. I know, but you did say... I did have some um, comments yeah. about it being um, <laughs> a, su- a pseudonym for prostitution. But, yeah, apart from that, I've not had not had great interest in the old French lessons. No, you
0: didn't stress the the freeness of the it. The
1: freeness. Well, maybe I'll... I'll I'll stress the freeness of it today.
0: And this is just to uh, to fill your time, basically. Mm. Um, yeah,
1: and so I keep practising.
0: Yeah, and presumably you'll be reading or...?
1: Re- reading, doing... What you do, I've, got, I've got to revise and stuff anyway. Um, do bits of work, revision. I don't know. I don't know what else. Films, TV, yeah.
0: books. Yeah. When it's going
1: to re- be... A, it's They've taken all the fun stuff out.
0: I know, it's shocking.
1: I don't, I don't like it. The idea that this could be six months is...
0: Well, if it works the way you said it would work in the Imperial... Co- or not you particularly, but Imperial College. Me.
1: So, so. Me, me, the chief epidemiologist, yeah. Uh, the
0: the way, if, you, if it works the way you said it's going to work, it means that there's a couple of months and then there's a month when it's back to normal is that more or less it
1: yeah I don't think back to normal though just back to work I don't think um, large gatherings will be back I don't think clubs will be open or and what bars. about uni I think so be- if,
0: if two months and we get over it and then that means it's like sort of May or June and then uh, a month when it's back to normal by the time you're back you should be back at uni we'll be in it again
1: will we be in a normal month or well, no, I, I don't, don't know, know. It
0: depends how it works it depends if they're right they might not, yeah. be, they might not be right uh, I wondered if you'd be reading uh, Albert Camus' book, uh, The Plague.
1: You know what? I think that is not the book that you would want to read in this.
0: Well, it's... Um, this um, time.
1: I've only ever read Lettonger, mm. so maybe.
0: Apparently, this review I read, The Plague's uh, supposed to be the greatest book ever written about a pandemic. Uh, the plague, called La Peste, as you probably yeah. know. It won't cure coronavirus, but it may help us to see it more clearly. Do you want to know what it's all about?
1: Why, I assume the plague? Well,
0: it's 1947 and it's an Algerian town swept by the bubonic plague, quarantined from the rest of the world, struggling to cope as this mysterious illness, incurable and implacable, strikes down one innocent person after another. And apparently it's, it's loosely based on something that happened, a cholera epidemic. Because there have been quite a few cholera... But there's a book called something Love in the Time of Love Cholera. Love in the Time
1: of Cholera. Yeah. I imagine there's going to be many, many... The article called Love in the Time of Coronavirus.
0: The, well, In the Time of Coronavirus has now become a bit of a cliché in newspaper articles. Mm. Rather like, reader, I married him. And that other Jane Austen quote. That
1: reader, was, I married her.
0: Yeah, oh, it's a, like, that quote, him? Yeah. Oh, is that what she says? yeah. Oh yeah,
1: a woman... A, a man in possession of a great fortune must be in want of a wife.
0: Yeah, that's the play done basically. Uh, and uh, TV wise and film wise?
1: I've not started anything yet. I watched a crappy film on um, Amazon last night, The Aeronauts. Wasn't Wouldn't very recommend. Bad. It wasn't very bad, it was bad though.
0: Well, I noticed you're watching it on your phone most of the time.
1: Yeah, because it was not not gripping.
0: Not gripping? No, no, it
1: wasn't great. Race Across the World, I've been watching, that's very good. Mm hmm. But, obviously, a little bit bittersweet watching everything with a great travelling element.
0: I know. Because
1: um, I also got found out that I got accepted to this scholarship programme oh, so, so for the summer. That. Basically, I don't think it particularly got accepted because I don't think that many people applied. But, regardless, I got... Um, so you get, like, a grant of £500 pounds and you get to go... Um, for me, it'd be Spain to go, like learn, like go to lessons in the morning, or whatever. And then they sent an email saying, "Oh, your yeah, application's been approved." Um, start thinking about where you, you know, making plans for the summer or it's whatever. Where and where then just um, Salamanca, I thought. And then the ne- like the la- the second paragraph was just like, obviously in this time of uncertainty, blah blah blah. And he was like, "Right, okay, well, <laughs>
0: that's not going to happen
1: then." I, well, I mean, unless. I don't know it's what such happens. It's a
0: shame that all these things are going to happen. There's that, there's the Eurovision Song Contest, there's the British Podcast Awards. <laughs> they're all sort of vital events that aren't going to happen. Well, it
1: markets. just um, feels really unfair. Like, I know it's obviously bad for everyone, but when you're, like, 19, 20, 21, they're the, the, like, best years of your life that everyone says. Like, yeah. And you only go to university for three years. Um, and four years in your case. Yeah, but for one of them, I'll be abroad, and they're potentially saying that if this could be eighteen months, that's like
0: I know a year
1: and a half of like your prime.
0: I know. It, I mean, it is really. It's I'm hor- not looking
1: forward to celebrating a birthday in isolation.
0: It's horrible, and I mean, there's there's Mother's Day on uh, Sunday, and mm-hmm. no family gatherings, mm-hmm. so we were all going to meet at our place, weren't we? And, uh,
1: Sorry, I had a pick-up.
0: Your sister Anna was going to um, make some food?
1: Yeah, but no more. No.
0: That
1: but, will happen no more.
0: But for us still advertising flowers on the TV.
1: Well, you can drop some flowers outside and then you've just got to knock on the door and run.
0: I know, it's it's absolutely shocking.
1: It's um really sad.
0: It's very sad. And um, I'm not going to get down to London to do my show, but hopefully I might be able to get to do it with a bit of technology at home. But
1: Yeah, I think it'll look really... Like, it'll feel really much more apocalyptic once everyone stops going to work and school, because some work offices are still open for now. But I think all schools will be shut by the end of the week.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it is. it's, yeah.
0: it's shocking. It's Have very,
1: you ever has anything ever been like this before?
0: No. See, the Second World War, you had you had a, a common enemy that you could you know mm. you could make jokes about the Germans, and they did light entertainment carried on during the Second World War, and you had this prone called Itmar, which. I'm not old enough to remember these things during the Second World War, but I've heard tapes that afterwards it did take the Mickey out of Hitler a lot. Mm. There was Charlie Chaplin's film The Great Dictator where he played Hitler in that, uh to be or not to be another film um which took the so you had a common enemy that you could all hate. Mm. You know, we're all in it together now, which in a way makes it more difficult in that, you know, we're all suffering. Yeah,
1: a lot of people like have heard a lot of Older people are like at least there's been articles and stuff where they've said, you know, like we made it through the blitz, we can make it through it's this, and it's a different thing. thing. It's a different yeah.
0: thing in time. I
1: also think it adds to that. Like we've talked a lot about that for young people, for people about my age, live who have lived pretty much their entire adolescence in this era of kind of overwhelming ag- anxiety over mm, the environment, mm. over and um, the over all these jobs that we used to have that are just n- not there anymore, and all that kind of thing. Just being this. We are this anxious generation, and then this is yet another thing where there's no enemy. There's, you know, there's no enemy for the the losses of like manual labor jobs. There's no real enemy there. Yeah, you can say like Margaret Thatcher or whatever, but unfortunately, they just those jobs don't exist anymore. The environment, there's no real enemy. It's all of us. It's a changing climate. Like there's no enemy there. There's no enemy with coronavirus. I think that makes you feel even more helpless. You know, there's no one.
0: Yeah.
1: There's no baddie.
0: I know, and that's why it, all these wartime analogies are completely wrong. Mm. You know, whenever he says, we got through the Blitz and all that, it's, yeah. uh, it, it's nonsense. Um, interesting enough, you mentioned the Anxious Generation. Look at this. Uh,
1: God, they should give me a column.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, I have an article here called... The Anxious Generation. Mm. And it's basically, I suppose, about bringing up kids. Obviously, kids younger than you. Um, they're worried about everything from coronavirus to exams and the future of the planet. And this sort of, what can parents do? How It's basically one of these things. How do you talk to your child about coronavirus? Mm. And I'm wondering how you do. Uh, if You you know, obviously, you're old yeah. enough to make your own mind up and so are all our other kids, but... If what, you've got kids you, who if are, if about kids 11, are about 11... Yeah. What, like,
1: about 8 to sort of 12, that age where they don't know enough to be, like, making up their own mind, but they know enough to be, like, aware that something's happening.
0: Yeah. So what, I don't know. How would you do it? So,
1: so, I guess making them aware that it's happening, taking their mind off it. Well, keeping course, life going as normal as it can be.
0: Do you want to know what Dr Angarad Rutkin, who's a clinical psychologist at the University of Southampton, says?
1: No, I'm OK. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he says, you have to meet emotion with logic, as reacting to someone's high emotion with even more emotion is going to make everything feel more overwhelming. He says, stay factual, stay calm, don't make promises and don't dwell. It's difficult to do, isn't I don't
1: it? understand how you meant to meet this with logic, because...
0: We don't know. We don't know anything, yeah. you know. See, but you, you, so you could promise them.
1: And the logic is that it's absolutely dire. That's the scientific stuff. I, but I wouldn't want to tell a kid that it could be 18 months, but that is the science. Mm. So I don't know what... I think keeping your mind fit. How about sending them for some... What Say if you've got an eight to... 14 year old child what about sending them for some free french lessons on skype
0: (laughs) (laughs) that could do it couldn't it Um, i think
1: i would try and keep their mind off it i definitely would not recommend they read um la peste
0: (laughs) no not la peste or indeed the imperial college london report do you know what i think it's time we talked about kylie jenner Good, at last. <laughs> I
1: did see someone saying, um, it was Kim Kardashian, she tweeted a picture and then it just said, like, sending love to everyone out there. And someone had retweeted it with comment being like, oh, that's great, thanks, but could you send some of your money? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that is a good point, And that is a point that somebody made on TV this morning, was that actually if you have a load of money...
1: This could be a great time to... Um, give some of it away
0: give some of it away free French lessons but no if you you do have a load of money you may be able to get access to a ventilator where you wouldn't if you didn't have loads of money and you may be able to get tested because people aren't being tested Idris Elba got tested tested. without
1: any symptoms which is a scandal really
0: it's a scandal really did you
1: see that um, just speaking of money Guinness have pledged a million pounds to bar bartenders or bars or something yeah that was nice
0: yeah well I think companies are looking at it as a, as a possible PR thing McDonald's are giving uh, free coffee to health workers and I think Pret are doing the this same. free hot
1: drinks and 50% off food well yeah. 50% off everything else That's
0: amazing. Yeah. so in other words Pret will bring their prices down to, to normal, normal prices normal, yeah normal <laughs> levels. brilliant well let me tell you about Kylie
1: It'll, they'll all be close soon though won't they
0: Yeah, well, I would think so, yeah. mm, Other
1: takeaway and stuff.
0: Yeah, possibly. Kylie Jenner, anyway, she's revealed Hmm. uh, on Instagram, obviously, that she's named her toes. Did you see that story?
1: I didn't, actually. I don't follow her. I I try not not to follow celebrities on Instagram. Well,
0: she's named all her uh, toes. Tess, Teague, Tia, Trix, Toby, Tony, Tani, Tasha, Talia and Tina.
1: See, it's a time of... of polar opposites we live in you know on the one hand in the midst of an unprecedented global pandemic there's scientists speaking of the dire consequences on the other hand we know all 10 names of kylie jenner's toes well
0: i'll be testing you on those later the, the two male toes this is interesting uh, it,
1: big toes of the male ones the big i see. toes, toby
0: yeah. and tony and then there's all the others are little toes also this is kim kardashian and Kanye west all part of the same family. There's a story here, and Kathleen Moran picked it out in her show, oh, showbiz thing. Such
1: a good column.
0: It's an excellent column. She says that the magazine Closer has an in depth look at the life of Northwest. Mm. Northwest, as you know. The
1: child, the small, small child.
0: She's the child of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, uh, who at six years old is uh, forging a career, apparently, as says. Kathleen Brown is totally correct. The children of the unfathomably wealthy should always be put to work in the public eye before they can ride a bicycle, or else what will they have to discuss with the therapist when they reach the age <laughs> of 10? And uh, while attending the pa- Paris Fashion Week uh, last week, uh, she appeared in a variety of outfits, and her clothes budget is a quarter of a million dollars. I'm wow. Per, per year.
1: Paris Fashion Week, that'll be no more of that. There'll be no more of anything. It's... It does... It, sorry, I know that we're back on coronavirus. But you just read any of these things and you just think, well, we won't be doing that ever again. Well, for the time being. For the
0: time being, yeah. Should we have some music?
1: Let's have some music.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. As it's all about families at the moment, I thought it was high time we played uh, Family Affair by Sly and the Family Stone. High time. (laughs) Somebody that just loves to learn, uh, another child grows up to
1: be.
0: I suspect you've heard that. It's been sampled.
1: uh. Yeah, I think so. I kind of recognise it, but not really.
0: Yeah. Like it? Yeah, it's hard to judge on
1: 20 seconds. Yeah, I need to listen to the whole thing, I'm
0: sure. You do, it's good. Uh, Sly and the Family Stone, American band from San Francisco, uh, active from 1966 to 1983. And there was sort of a bridge between 60s soul and then later uh, R&B stuff, Uh, led by singer-songwriter, producer, and multi-instrumentalist Sly Stone, including Stone's brother and singer-guitarist, that was Freddie Stone, and uh, his sister as well, and she was a, a keyboardist and singer, Rose Stone. First, a major American rock group to have a racially integrated male and female lineup. There were one or two in the, the UK that did as well.
1: Cool. Um, and I've got a song called PDA by Emily Burns.
0: I want to scream I want to scream What is PDA, first of all?
1: No, you must know. No, no idea. Public Display of Affection. (laughs) Have you never heard that before? No. I I kind of picked it on the off chance that you hadn't heard of it, because she's got a lot of other songs that I like. I played some in the car this Mm. morning. Um, But I kind of went... That's interesting. for this because do, I thought maybe you were not but I assumed you would well really. it's
0: because everybody was uh, you, you're always you and uh, your siblings they're always using these initials and I have no idea what they are somebody put WFH this that's,
1: morning WFH yeah people do use work from home work but from only home. of this recent it's Corona world one. that's a
0: new one yeah. uh,
1: that is a new one but well, mum thought, using WFW because she's still at work work from work that is no one has ever said that before
0: oh that's good it's, uh, mm.
1: what, what, is what, it
0: WFW Ufh, I thought was a Wakefield postcode, but <laughs> there are all sorts of them. I mean, I'm now on board with things like WTF and OFC.
1: Oh, well, that's just off course. Yeah, yeah. that's not really. a...
0: no, but it's a little abbreviation. But yeah, we've got some PDA, public display of affection. Yeah.
1: Fantastic. Anyway, that is her song from the album. From it's not from an album actually. It's just a single, I think. She's quite new and stuff. Thursday of last week, I went to a gig. Um, Gabrielle Aplin and she was the warmer pack so I actually really really enjoyed it so I thought I'd play her and also this will be my you know it's, it's my, the last gig that I'll go to for quite a while so I thought what a fun one that, to end on yeah. um, And Did you
0: say is she British or American?
1: She's British, she's from Rugby in um, Warwickshire, Warwickshire yeah. and she was born in 1994 <sighs> Ridiculous But Which it doesn't even make her that young, she's probably 26 Hmm. Twenty five, twenty six, yeah. and she was going on tour in April for her first ever UK tour. Impossible. Sucks for her. Shocking, is. <laughs> um, yes. uh, but anyway, yeah, she was really, really brilliant, and I also her most famous song, which has got like a lot of listens, called "Is It Just Me," which you said in the car that you actually enjoyed more than this one mm-hmm. is maybe more of that classic pops, uh, pop, pop acoustic sticky sound so if you fancy listening to another one of her songs listen to that and if you want to listen to the rest of this song or the rest of uh, your song then go over to the Spotify playlist if you type in Ruth Martin Ruth Ruthie me and my dad Ruthie you need dad and me any of those things you'll find the Spotify playlist and I'm hoping that we'll get more listens on it considering Everyone's bored out their minds. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely, uh, and just to tell you, this is the 94th podcast that we've but we've done together. Wow! With, uh, which means it's amazing we're still talking after 94 podcasts. Just, but if you want to kill, well, about 94 times 45 minutes. What would that make it? If you want to kill about. 86 hours or something of your life, you can listen to the whole lot of them because they're all archived on uh, Once Acast. again,
1: hoping, it, hoping that our listens will peak because...
0: You'd, you'd like to think so. Mm. Um, if you want to email us, by the way, it's martinandruthpodcast at com. That's Martin and Ruth podcast at gmail.com. We've got quite a few this week. Hmm, good. Uh, PD says, Hi, both. Uh, listening to the latest uh, podcast. Great to hear the great Our Town by Iris Dement, which we both yeah. enjoyed last week. Uh, might be worth checking out the uh, version by Barnsley songstress Kate Rusby. I did actually yeah.
1: read this email and I thought, Kate Rusby, one of my faves, actually. Yeah. I've seen her live uh, twice, maybe. Yeah. Even.
0: yeah. Because you went to that folk.
1: I went to a folk festival, which yeah. I saw her at, and then I think I've seen her at hyde park or something i think i've seen her twice but mm. yeah i really like kate Rusby, but i didn't know she did the cover of that so i will no. actually give that a listen indeed i uh, will actually do that i'm like well, I don't you it, yeah, you do, know. Don't,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, and b says i loved your podcast this week uh, relevant to me is my daughter is at uni studying languages too it's witty relevant and um, ruthie is very talented oh, thank and you. and has inherited her dad's wit yeah, you see, you're not happy about that. Are
1: you?
0: <laughs> uh, so, anyway, thank you very much to you, Ann Barden, who's from Wreath in North Yorkshire. Uh, Johnny, who describes himself as a fellow dad, says, uh, "Dear Martin and Ruth, I thought you might be interested in how your listeners first become acquainted with your podcast." I'm I more than Ruth because he says he woke up in the middle of the night uh, to tune into the uh, Tyson Fury fight on uh, Talk TalkSport. He said, whilst awaiting the seemingly endless time for the two protagonists to enter the ring, I tuned next door to talk radio and became enamoured with the dialogue you were having with your daughter Ruth. So he just picks up on the little clip, uh, Snips I play on uh, talk radio. Uh, this led me to the podcast. I now listen to your current weekly episodes and in conjunction with the back catalogue, I'm now up to podcast 19. Wow. I'm progressing to another 80 odd to listen to there. The Insightful Banter insightful banter is unvaried content terrific thank you both so he said I'd gladly listen to it live to your weekend talk radio graveyard slot but draw the line at having to relocate to the Philippines in order to listen to it at uh, a more convenient time that's Johnny uh, a fellow dad so thank you very much indeed for the emails we love getting them don't we
1: yeah thank you very much
0: the more they do the less we do so it's Podcast at gmail.com I know it's going to be awfully difficult for you to find anything that's not coronavirus-related, but do you have I anything did, I did see
1: one interesting thing. Um, essay mills. Have you heard of an what, uh, yes, essay mill? I
0: have. They write your essay for you at yeah. the university.
1: They've, um, they're a public safety issue, the watchdog warns. Who is the watchdog? Well, it'll be some sort of... Higher Education Watchdog. Yeah, Higher Education Watchdog. Yeah. Anyway, Higher Education Watchdog says cheating on essays is now so widespread it is a public health and safety issue. So there you go. We're all cheating on them.
0: Well, yeah, that's been that's been a story for some time, and I think they've tried to.
1: They, they've brought in new legislation yeah, they just recently, do that,
0: don't they? Uh, and because the, they're now using the same technology that the exam mill, and that's not the only one. There are quite a few of those that offer to do all your work for mm. you. Uh, tempting. <laughs> it is tempting, isn't it? But you've got plenty of time to do all your work now.
1: I don't know well, whether what? I've got any work. I know that's. They, the thing. They, they've said they sent an email saying that they'll. Um, they're meeting with the department. The department rep is meeting with the department on Thursday um, to get, like, more instructions. And I had I had one assessment set for me to do for, like, the first week back, so I've still got that to do. Um, but my exams have been cancelled. And then and my other ones that are, like, not exams, they're, like, open assessments more, are um, speaking. So <laughs> mm. there's not really any way for me to do that remotely, I don't think. Mm, we'll see. I don't yeah, know. There may
0: be. There may be. I mean, if I yeah, can, if I mean, I you can do get... like
1: Skype or whatever. Yes,
0: I mean, if I can get to do it. But my just to program, do it with
1: such a vast number of people, it yeah. may be not not going to work. But who knows? I would. I don't know. I'm um and hour between. This is brilliant. I don't have to do anything. And oh my god, someone.
0: I think you're more set me a the, task. I know. I think you're more in that.
1: Oh I'm slightly god, yeah.
0: Those, aren't you? Because the thing is, you can't go to clubs with your friends and pubs and yeah. all that sort of stuff. You, could, I think the pubs are staying open. You could go to pubs.
1: They're staying open for now, but, but he should close right? them. Yeah. Well, so they can claim insurance.
0: Yeah, there is that.
1: I think people will stop going to them soon. Did you see um, that Wakefield are holding a coronavirus-themed club night? No,
0: because I didn't. people are
1: stupid.
0: Oh, good. Let's hear about that.
1: Um, I will. I will. I've got the screenshot of it, Dad. So I will tell you. It is at Brickworks Workfield, which I don't know whether you know that club. It's. Do you know where After Dark is? No.
0: I'm not. Do you
1: know where Nocturno is? No. Do, you, <laughs> you, know th- no, do you know where the Do you know where the Theatre Workfield. Royal is?
0: I know where the Theatre Royal is. Okay, works. so
1: it's across the street and just down from there. Ben, no, but anyway, it doesn't but, really matter.
0: I know where the Brickworks. It's an old Brickworks.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. the club is now called Brickworks. Right. Um, and it's. Gas mask party, Saturday 21st of March at 11pm till 4am um, We have, this is the details We have Lou Roland sanitizer and anyone wearing a gas mask or face mask gets, gets in for free, limited gas masks available behind the bar cool. Corona, two for one until 1am 1
0: Well you've got to applaud the entrepreneurial spirit haven't you
1: the, and loads Clubs are still open but I would not be going to a club now Not all
0: no, but I mean, if, if, in a way, I suppose, because you, you went to lots and lots of clubs in that last week at university mm, before it was. It, well, before it, it was highly publicised, but one assumes it was it was around because it, it was. It was around, but like it? Italy. you
1: just didn't think you could get. Well, it. no one had said, and also no one had said, so. Like no one had said. Like don't go or whatever, mm. and so and once they'd said that, I wouldn't have gone. Like we were talking about going out on the Saturday night, and we didn't because it was like we'd been told. Now you yeah. know, I just think once someone has actually told you to do it, then you, you should not.
0: You're probably right, and, but you, I mean, you were quite bereft at coming home. I mean, when we, oh,
1: I was, yeah. Well, no, I wasn't. I was coming home anyway, but I am upset about not being able to go back. Because the first year of uni is, like, brilliant. I mean, it's not for everyone. I know some people have a really tough time and don't like it. But for the people who do enjoy it, it is a great year. You've got minimal amounts of work to do. Um, You're living on campus, which means you can roll out of your bed five minutes before your lesson. It's a great year. That's I fantastic. also I wanted to you know go abroad in the summer and there was a thing called Roses I was going to go down to Lancaster to stay with my friend to watch Roses which is the big Lancaster Uni versus York Uni sports competition which has obviously been cancelled you know there's a lot of stuff it's it's a lot of small things that don't really matter and I would much rather self isolate and keep and social distance and keep people safe and stuff but it is still
0: I think it's annoying. W- I think it's worse for young people like you who are just missing you know the point that you made about that's like, best years of your life and, that, and just missing out on opportunities and I'm thinking of first you know then for people like you know if I die I die if other people do, well you know and, and I've yeah. said this to you in the past I, I think that every generation there's a sort of cull if you like whether it's a war or something else and uh you know, we've we've sort of had our life to an extent. Mm. I mean, we've been asked to carry on living, but we've sort of had our life to an extent. Whereas for people, and it's worse for third year students. Third year
1: students, I third think students, it I think it's, must be crap. Like they've had terrible. their graduation cancelled. You go to uni for three years, and that third year is hard. And like, yeah, especially yeah, yeah, the third yeah. term, which they're now having to kind of do on their own. They won't even be getting a graduation. Like it also it feels selfish to be like, oh, it's so unfair because obviously like people will die, and it it's you know, like many families will have these great tragedies. But there's a part of you that's just like, Oh just so unfair.
0: Well it is, it is and there's things that it's just that the the sort of lightness has gone. See in the war, the football leagues were suspended, so there was n- yeah. there were no football leagues. But what they used to do is they had matches uh, between servicemen who were on leave and things. Yeah. So it'd be the army versus the navy and uh, all that sort of thing, and people could gather. In- it was the togetherness that you you know the fact mm. that it was just going to be the three of us. It's
1: the to- yeah. it is the together. That's yeah. the so it's the in- camaraderie.
0: Oh, yeah. Camaraderie. Yeah, I've got
1: told <laughs> off by Dad for calling it camaraderie. Yeah, the, the camaraderie, camaraderie that, that you do gone. get from being together.
0: And the lightness has gone. You know, because
1: well, I was saying like,
0: the, not that I was alive during the Second World War, and it may have been much, much worse. I'm sure of it, was. it was. Yeah, and it's romantic- it it, romanticised. Yeah, romanticised. yeah.
1: but still, like there is, you know, and like for grammar, like for grammar and Grandma and stuff, I really won't get to go see them until I've had it.
0: And that is, ha- so got it and in it's their eighties. Your grand and yeah, and your granddad. And um, so we we can't go around there. Mm-mm. Well, you know, none of us really can. No. We? Now, so they are. They can go f- out for walks. They
1: can and go things. out for walks together and
0: go down to the supermarket. supermarket yeah, for now. Yeah, but, but it's just. It, it is
1: really, it is
0: grim. Yeah. We can make jokes about it as much as we want, but... It is grim. It is.
1: It's really grim. T- and, and we've also only you,
0: just started that Yeah,
1: I thing. honestly think about it, and I'm like, I've only been home for two days. What the hell? Um, I think you've got to try and get into some kind of r- routine or yeah. whatever.
0: Well, this, I mean, we're not short of advice coming from the newspapers no. as to how to uh, how to do it and routine. Yeah. Somebody suggests...
1: Getting dressed.
0: If you were... Yeah, yeah. That's dressed. important. You put your work clothes on and yeah. all that sort of stuff.
1: Or at least get dressed. Like, yeah. I don't really wear work clothes but go, get dressed. That is important, I think. Because if not, you yeah. loll up around the house. You can still go on walks. I know. This would be the great a great time when it... It would be a great time to live in the countryside.
0: Yes, I suppose it would because... So that you could
1: go on big countryside walks and stuff. Yeah.
0: Because if you're living in the They town, have...
1: Um, I can't remember the exact fact, but National Trust have made gardens and something free entry. Yeah. I can't remember but exactly even so, what it
0: is. so, it's a case of driving to these places and going to petrol stations and all the things that they probably don't want you to do, mm. do they? If they're saying isolate, they're saying isolate.
1: Realistically, you should be, yeah. yeah. Especially if there's someone who's... So, I've got a friend who lives with... Uh, they have a lodger in their house who's also, like, a friend and stuff who um, is really highly at risk. Like, if he gets it, he's it's really, really dire. So they have to, like, fully isolate well, see, themselves.
0: he has got some...
1: Underlying health conditions, I can't quite oh, yeah. remember what they are, but really bad if he, he wants yeah. to get it. So they've got to, like, completely isolate, like, order their shopping online, How however,
0: however you look at it, uh, you know, logically, as it, it's a cull, and the fact it's older people dying which if you want to be logical about it is not as bad as younger people you know Mm. it's disproportionately yeah i'm sure grandma and granddad would say
1: that they would prefer to die than have me and anna die or something but it's still it's not
0: it's just but within each family where an old person dies it's going to be, Alan... Tragic. It's a, it's a personal tragedy, isn't it, for those, mm. for those people? And we've
1: sort of got... death. It's, again, Stalin <laughs> says it right. When one dies, it's a tragedy. When thousands die, it's a statistic.
0: Is that what Stalin says? Yeah. yeah.
1: It's easy to look on 200,000 people die and think, oh, that's, that, you know, what, seven... Well, we do. And it, what, how many million people live in the UK? Like, 60. 60 million yeah. live in the UK-ish, roundabouts. Yeah, 200,000. But thinking, oh my grandma could that is yeah
0: awful. Well, uh, and everybody's having to come to terms with that mm. so do you have anything
1: cheery? anything cheery sir <laughs> um, so, my other thing you were saying you were just saying how there's lots of advice for mm. dealing with the self-isolation or whatever but my personal favourite title of an article came from the tab the tab is the uni all of the uni newspapers they have the tab for each individual university but this is just the overall uni one Um, and it says how to make your uni room look pang for your online seminars even when it's not. And then there's the picture of a girl on a laptop and her friend like holding a light for the right lighting on her face. I just thought it was perhaps the most brilliant <laughs> thing. And then the advice is even how better. How to make your
0: your room look pang.
1: Your uni room look pang for your online seminars even no. when it's not. That's the thing. So this is this is the intro. It's it's all brilliant. I would highly suggest reading any of these. Uh, tab articles that are how you know how to deal University with the self isolation. Yeah. yeah, coronavirus has forced us back into our disgusting uni rooms, and now online teaching means all your classmates will be able to see your grim ways in the cold, hard light of day. So it's time to add some fairy lights and make it look cute. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then you read on, and then these are the these are like the headlines of what to do: get rid of empty alcohol bottles, um, find your best lighting, all about those angles. Get those all-important revision notes up on the wall. Dress nice from the top up, and then it's got a picture of two girls who are wearing, like, nice T-shirts and then, like, pyjama bottoms. Empty the bin full of snacks. Clean one side of the room. Um, finally, get basic and show off your fairy lights. And that is the advice it gives. Brilliant. So there you go. D- don't worry about washing your hands. Just make sure you get rid of the empty alcohol bottles.
0: Brilliant, Ruth. Best yet. Uh, anything else? Or is that um, There's or a
1: lot of other, other amusing things. It's a lot of coronavirus Related amusing things, but amusing nonetheless. Mm. Um, I've got a Your Crush for you, which is funny. Um, RH, we've wanted to for a while. Now, coronavirus is upon us. We might as well get it on. (laughs) And then, this is the best Your Fest that's come out of this year, I think. Um, So, someone has said, let me show you the picture. Obviously, not everyone can look at the picture because podcasts. But it is, and you can't. This is the picture. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. It's a picture of a boy wearing just underpants on a, f- on a video call, and it says, Shout out to my housemate who, to demonstrate how quiet the library is mid pandemic, video called us, got naked, and stood in the middle of Fairhurst Library. So <laughs> he's standing in the middle of the yeah. library?
0: Unbelievable. Naked?
1: Unbelievable. So that's how quiet it is at- everywhere. sir. So, If you've ever dreamed of standing in the middle of a library naked, now is the time. time.
0: Now's the time for a lot of things, isn't it? We'll we'll probably do it next week, because probably by then we won't be able to come out to the studio and do it. So we may try and do it on my phone with this sort of microphone device that uh, Mm. we have. But it might be a slightly shorter one next week shorter
1: lower quality
0: it'll be shorter lower quality something to look forward to <laughs> Here <I'm, you> go. <laughs> i've never known anything trailed us it'll be shorter lower quality lacking any points of interest and probably lacking any humor so don't forget to tune in i, next I just week. Ca-
1: can't think if this goes on for 18 months and we have to churn one out every week <laughs> so what did you do today well i, I got up mm. um i stared at a blank wall for a couple of hours Yeah, went. I I ate some raw pasta because the electrics have gone off and we've run out of food. Mm. I wiped my bottom with a piece of paper. (laughs) Let's
0: not go too far. Um, You know, you were saying it would be fun to live in the country. You've got a nice big countryside Mm. walk. If it does get as bad as Imperial College think, and and we are all confined in the towns, like like these pictures we've seen of Italy, really, Mm. the ghost town, It'd be fun to more fun I would say to walk about town and pretend you're in some dystopian movie. You can make uh, the, yeah. you know
1: let's let's hope it stays as pretend you're in a dystopian movie. Yeah,
0: well that's indeed
1: But uh, I am sure it's not as dire as everyone thinks. There's lots of reasons to be hopeful, I'm sure.
0: Well, let's say we find them. Uh, and uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. It's
1: Martin and Ruth Podcast at gmail.com. It's Martin and Ruth Podcast at gmail.com.